Hi folks, this is Chad Dennis from Respawn Aim Fire. What you're about to hear is not indicative of our normal quality. The first 15 minutes of this episode uh, was lost. The audio was lost on Adam's end. So what you will be hearing is the Twitch stream audio before his PC freezes and we get into a very fun conversation about cat food. <laughs> so uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Just know about 15 minutes in the audio will step up in quality just a bit. Enjoy. Oh, uh, let me click on over here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast from Alpha Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. Super cool. The coolest kid in, on, in the playground in the sandbox. Gumbert. Ooh, I mean, no, today, didn't sound, you didn't sound so certain about that when you said it out loud. I mean, cool kids don't have to say they're cool, so it's really weird for me to do it. Oh, uh, today we have with us Chad. Hit him with a scream, Michael Ennis. Wow! <laughs> And Alex, he loves soup, Cozina. <laughs> not just any kind of soup. We're talking about chili flavored. No, wait, hold on. R wrong way around. Chicken flavored chili. Oh, nice. Hey, Chicken I'm not even chili. done my first Mountain Dew, but I'm going to crack a second <laughs> just so that I wow. can do that during Did your I soup wait video. for Alex to speak to crack that at Mountain Dew? Absolutely. Uh, you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash at Sunday evenings at 830. YouTube podcast services Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern time. We've got a big one. You know, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> upcoming today's show. Maybe Chad will finally play this video game. Oh, which the one future, is it? You'll never know. Uh, the future of Fallout. Well, we will know shortly. Uh, future of Fallout. And we can finally play Legacy of Kane, The game you guys voted for us to play, which we were literally unable to do so. Yep. Maybe there's some news about that. But first, fucking Game Awards from Ryan Disdale at IGN.com. Uh, Jeff Keighley is a he's such a dirty mouth boy. Uh, Jeff Keighley has announced every nominee for the Game Awards 2022 with God of War, Rag God of War Ragnarok. Game of War Ragnarok, <laughs> oh, oh, don't you know? Oh, and getting the white car, everybody, don't you know? Uh, and Elden Ring leading the way with 10 and 7 nominations, respectively. So, hey, Chad, hit me with a song real quick. Um, break my heart, say you love me again. That was really good. I Thank appreciate you. that. So, same from Adam this week. Uh, last week, I was like, hey, guys, what is your guess for Game Awards for Game of the Year, the top, the big billing? The oh, main man. Event? I completely forgot what my six were. I don't even remember them. As soon I as I said it, as soon as the words left my mouth, I was like, I was I was this close to putting Playtale on there. This fucking close. This is close. We'll get there. So, everyone knows, the, at the Jeff Keighley Game Awards show on December 9th, 9th or 8th, whatever, someday like that, uh, the six nominees for overall Game of the Year, <laughs> good looking chili. Are you good, Chad? Just, this is just the chili that's... Just watching his... Chicken flavored chili as he brings it up and stares into the camera. <laughs> it's good times. It's good times. Um, so, overall game of the year, which is again the main event, the big one uh, Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, I want to see how well we did in our guesses for what we did. Um, so, number one, Plague Tale Requiem. I'm looking at this list. Nobody had it on their list. God damn. I'm actually shocked personally. Wow. I was this um, this freaking close. You were close to getting it. So that's a big zero for everybody. You guys keep keep tally of your own scores. Uh, Elden Ring. I believe we all had Elden Ring on our uh, list. 
So that goes for everybody. God of War Ragnarok. Also all had that. So everyone's got two points right now. Horizon Forbidden West. I'm looking on this list. I only see me and Chad both had Horizon 2 on our list. Which means we have three points. Sorry, Soup Man, you only got yeah, two. I mean, I think I, I got a little bit clever there. I think I was like, nah, I feel like there's already enough competition in the super hyper, you know, triple A space with God of War, Ragnarok, and Elden Ring. I probably, in retrospect, I probably should have hedged my bets and went with Horizon. It's all good. Maybe you made another call that actually saved you. Stray, which nobody said except for Alex. The fuck? Alex, it's straight. I'm with you, Chad. The world agreed that game's I, a seven, and then the world also agreed as possibly game of the year. What? So, for those uh, of you who might not remember, I was probably the most positive person on this podcast with regards to our our overall impressions of Stray. I still don't think that Stray is an amazing game, but in thinking about what I wanted my predictions to be for this list. Stray just stood out to me as one of those games that had that it factor to it. That game that, like, I feel like a lot of people who normally just don't connect with a lot of other games will connect with. And so I figured it had a shot. And I was right. You're right. That gets you up to three. Everyone side at three. And then Xenoblade Chronicles 3. No one had it. So we all tied. Amazing. I was shocked that they put it on there. Because I was like, clearly I knew this was one of the better reviewed games of the year. I was like, are there enough RPG nerds out there to get it a nomination? And apparently, there were. I was very shocked by that. Again, I think it's people say it's a great game. I just didn't think there were enough yeah. of those people. But, it's just one of those that yeah. will always fly under the radar for me. I will never consider Xenoblade Chronicles because I will never remember it exists because it is just straight up not my game. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's, you know, obviously other JRPGs have appeared before on the kind of game of the year shortlist. You've had games like Persona 5, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, but Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is like a capital J JRPG. It is so much more anime and like for a lack of a, a, a better term, like lowbrow appearing, if that makes any sense. I don't know if that's maybe kind of slightly condescending or insulting, but like it, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 does not seem at a glance, like it is in the same league as the likes of Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona. And so the fact that it managed to get on this list is, I think, an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about this list overall, the top six? I mean, we kind of talked about it. Stray, I get that people liked it. I think that game's fine. Um, there's interesting, like, meta story stuff. I don't think it's that great. Plague Tale is cool. Shocked it got on here. But, I mean, when you look after you get the top two, I guess it's kind of <laughs> game at that point. Why is it in a different container? Why is there so much soup? You guys got to watch the video for this. Why is there so much soup? M much like Pokemon, it evolved. <laughs> Insane. Uh, but yeah, how do you guys feel about this list? I mean, outside of Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon made sense to me. The other ones, there was a toss-up. I mean, that. here's here's the, the truth of it. It doesn't matter what's on this list because we all know it's going to be a decision between Elden Ring and God of War. Like those are That's what the real category is about. Everything else here is just a nod to be like, you were a good game this year. Uh, I'm surprised, as I mentioned, by Stray being on there. I'm um, Even though I was this close to picking it, I am a little surprised at Plague Tale. Can you remind us what games we guessed that didn't end up getting nominated? Oh, I literally just deleted our list. But I think there was uh, 
Sifu was on there. I think multiple of us had Sifu. Yeah. Kirby in the Forgotten Land was a guess. Yeah. See, Sifu um, should have gone where yeah. Stray went. That was it was the same kind of level. It was like a high level yeah. indie game that people really enjoyed versus Stray that people were like, this is a good cute game. But it also had like that it factor. It had the like you age, you have to do it all in one go. Like it that's the game that I feel like should have gone in Stray's spot. Even though I literally yeah, spent zero minutes with it. For me, the stray game should have been Tunic in my particular case. Like oh God, I've yeah, talked Tunic. many yeah. times in the past on this podcast about how much I love that game and still do love that game. And yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if the similarities between Elden Ring and Tunic actually cost Tunic its spot on this list. Not that Tunic is like a super like deep Soulsborne game, but the similarities are like pretty undeniable. And I wonder if that was a factor. Chad also guessed Mario Rabbids. I don't... Mm. Was that anywhere on the... I mean, how about this? We're going to talk about the rest of those uh, nominations in a second. I don't remember seeing that one on there, though. That I remember. So, that's our, our, our feelings on this one. But, hey, guess what? What? We've got another segment from Adam inside of a segment from Adam. Oh, my God. Here, I'll, I'll just do the theme song from Inception. <laughs> <laughs> there we go so we did our things last week we tied that's cool there's no ties now because we are doing our annual guess what's going to happen at the jeff keely awards 2022 i had to look down at the calendar Baby. uh so i've got so the way we're doing this instead of going through every single category because i think there's like 29 categories it's a lot we're going to each have four picks based on a subset of categories, then everyone gets their own and whatever. It'll, I'll explain when we oh, get there. Okay. But the winner, best score this year, gets to add a year to their life. Oh, shit. So whoever wins, you got a year to life, but the losers huh. have to give up six months of peace. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. It's part of the contract between, you signed. Between what countries? <laughs> See, that's no. what I heard too, Alex, is six months of peace. Like <laughs> We have no, to go to war for six months. months. Or you have to have, like, a crying baby in your ear for six months. No, no. You die six months earlier, but someone else gets to live a year longer. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> six oh, months right. a piece. Right. Like, we each have to give up Because there's three people. Months. One person okay. lives a year okay. longer than two other people. Okay. have to give up six months. So. Is the quality first... of the six months considered? Doesn't matter. Do I have to? If I win, do I have to eat soup for six months and then drink Code Red for six months? Like, do I have to embody both of you? for that year and do yeah. i can i space it out can i do it one day for you know six how many how no, many it's your of last years? year of life so when you're 78 years old you have to drink code red for six months and, <laughs> months and then you die and people are gonna and then it turns out that i'm not gonna die because that's like the secret combination to eternal life to everlasting life okay so do you guys question you can click on that link that's in the thing do you guys have the list pulled up of you're talking about game the, the fucking year, game awards link the game Awards. yeah okay yeah i have it i'm pulling it up so now. the first our first guesses we're going to do a best of award and what i mean by that is the categories that are best game direction best narrative best score best da -da -da -da, that you know what i'm saying that subset yeah. of categories i'll be thinking of one i'm gonna say I'm going to pick hmm, shit. I don't want to screw myself over. And it's those specifically those ones, not, not the subcategories, not like best action. No, the actual, like the best of, of this kind of thing. I'm going to have, I'm going to just pick first on this round. I'm going to pick the best narrative. 
And I'm going to guess God of War Ragnarok. So you guys have a look over your list and tell me out of those categories, Chad, you, you'd be up next. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with a... Uh, so it's... It, sorry, what what are the categories we're choosing from again? So like best game direction, best art direction, best score, best audio, best performance. The stuff, you know, that's... Okay, everything above games for impact? Yeah, I would say everything above best mobile game. Uh, okay, okay. So that includes indie game, debut indie mm-hmm. game. Okay, 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 okay. And we pick one from that, right? Or we're picking our yeah, four pick, from above those. You pick one. No, you pick one and you guess it. Okay. So we're covering more of the game awards. I got it now. So I got it now. Award. I got it now. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. uh, that best game direction goes to God of War Ragnarok as well. All right. Direction. God yeah, of y'all War love God sure. of War Ragnarok. And again, this is all based on what I think people at the game awards are going to vote for. I'm not saying that this is what I believe. I'm trying to win right. a year of my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to give up six months of Mountain Dew. Absolutely. Alex, what do you believe? Uh, I believe that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will win Best Audio Design. Audio oh, okay. Design for okay. Call of Duty. Okay. <clears throat> Those chunky guns. Chunk guns. I mean, they, they have won that category many times in the past. I feel like people will hone in on that again. Absolutely. So next up, we're going to do best of genre award. Okay. So this is, you know, uh, best mobile game, best action game, best RPG, best fighting, you know, the genres. Right, right, right. Um, Chad, you go first this time because we're rotating. So do you have any any idea what you want to do? Okay. Um, I'm going to... Shit. <laughs> I'm not going to shit. I was just uh Okay, this is this is where it gets its due. Okay. Best sim slash strategy game is going okay. to Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Oh. Mario it's Rabbids. up again for anyone who's curious about who's listening. It's up against Dune, Spice Wars, Total War, Warhammer, uh, Two Point Campus, and Victoria Three. Okay, okay, Alex, you're up. I think that Sifu will win in Best Fighting Game, and a lot of people will be pissed. Yes, Ooh. I I agree with that pick. It's also weird because it's not <laughs> technically a fighting game, but I do believe it will also win Best Fighting Game. All right, Best Fighting Game for Sifu. What am I gonna go for? I want to do. Hmm. Simple. Best mobile game. <laughs> Marvel Snap. I want. What's up? I want an entire Twitch stream of watching Alex eat soup. Alex <laughs> That's soup all for I want. an hour. <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess what? That's this show, Chad. That's this show. Um. Yeah, I'm going best mobile game. Marvel Snap. Oh no, my computer. F- <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. <laughs> Adam has... Wow. <laughs> you could not have timed that better. Wow. Adam just screams on oh, no, the computer fro and then he's he's uh <laughs> I'm oh, guessing man. coming back. I, um, I, I know that you probably won't have time to do this, but if you could go in and edit it so that Adam isn't saying anything throughout this next part of the podcast, that would be great. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cut that out. So it's just us. It's just us listening to him. 
Oh, man. man. The best thing is, though, that Adam has not only decided what this segment is and what each of the categories is and not told us ahead of time. So we can't even, like, pick things while he's gone. But he's also, like, leading the rest of the episode, so I haven't even looked at shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm trying to... Like, I've been maintaining a list of the remaining games that I want to get around to before the end of the year so that I can, you know, talk about them on our upcoming Game of the Year discussion podcasts. Man, I don't know how I'm going to get around to some of this stuff because I want to take down the Callisto Protocol and Final Fantasy VII Reunion in December. I also want to check out Sifu. I want to check out Cult of the Lamb. I want to check out Kirby. I want to give Elden Ring a shot because, you know, it's winning all them awards. I want to give a Plague Tale a shot. I want to give Pentiment a shot because everyone's raving about that one. Fucking Pentiment, that's right. I have to do Sonic Frontiers because I agreed to that via our poll. Uh, I got to check out Vampire Survivors a little bit. This is... There's no way I'm going to do all this stuff, but I, I will make a valiant effort to do so. Can you... Like, thank God... Games like Forspoken and Hogwarts Legacy, like all those games that were supposed to come out this fall that got pushed, thank God they got pushed. Because I'm already yeah, I'm already feeling very overwhelmed. Oh dear. Oh god. Oh dear. Adam I think is like, I think you might need to change the layout real quick. Yep. Yep. I went to a two person layout, but of course it's not set Uh-oh. up for that. Uh-oh. Dodge ram it. Hey, we're gonna go to a hold side. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> oh dear. I'm guessing they can't hear us right now correct all right not a problem huh you really liked the soup didn't you i liked watching you eat the soup i bet it was good i bet it tasted delicious (laughs) it was it, it was pretty good it actually so i have something to confess i was under the impression that it was chicken flavored chili it actually was it was almost like um how to put this like it was like a, a like chicken taco flavored soup more than it was chili. Oh, like it had like because I, I was looking inside into the soup before me and I saw, OK, you have bits of chicken, you have corn, you have beans. Oh, this is like a chili. It's actually like way more watery, waterier. Yeah, it did not look I, like you, a how do you chunky even do that chili. word. Yeah. Watery, waterier. Water, water. If that is a real word, it's a real awkward word. I might Point leave is, this yeah, discussion. It was in. not a chili. <laughs> I, I hope you do. I, I hope might, you do. The on demand might include this discussion over top of just a hold slide. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a it was like a, a chicken taco flavored soup, not a chili, as I said at the front of the podcast. How are your thoughts on actual chicken tacos? Uh, you know, it's been a while since I've had him. I, I'm fine with most types of tacos, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, like, any particular preference for or against any of them. Ch- fish tacos, good stuff. I've never had a fish taco, mostly because fish is just gross to me, and it just smells like low tide. Really? And tastes like low really? tide. Would you, would you believe me, Chad, if I told you that one of the things that I had for lunch today was a tin of like tuna that had been mixed with salt and olive oil. I would 100% believe that, yes, that sounds like something you ate today. I mean, and then it turns out it you're was. like, ah, just kidding, I didn't. No, no, it, that absolutely was what it was. Did you have it just by itself, like eating it with a spoon, like yeah. cat food? Or well, <laughs> was not, it like with crackers or on a sandwich? No, or? no, no. You, you, 
you gotta you gotta use a fork to really get that good tuna okay. action. You I feel like I spoon. see that on every fancy feast commercial. <laughs> I just imagine you over there with a, oh, a cup of meow mix. Adam, are you there? What what happened? <laughs> oh no! Did we You're lose your audio? To... Oh no! That's all right. Oh, we'll no. we'll grab it from the stream and then. No, I can't see you yet. No, not yet. But yeah, we'll oh. grab your audio from the stream and then we'll plug in the real one whenever. It... You have to rewatch. Oh, no, damn it! No, he's back. Adam, are you back? Adam? Earth to Adam. To Major Tom. No, nope. I guess that's that. I have um. So tell me more about this cat Adam. Do a real God damn it. Not cat food. It was a can of tuna. A can of tuna that had been <laughs> what was the brand saturated the with olive can? oil and salt. What was the brand on the side of the can? It was, uh, I don't know how you pronounce this word. It's Italian, pastene. You're, you're familiar with pastene, right? No. no. Maybe it's maybe it's one of those East Coast things where like it's more popular over here in Montreal than it is on the West Coast. Pastene tuna fish. Um... <clears throat> Okay, there is not a cat on the side of the can. That's a good start. Yes. Lemon tuna fish. All right. If you can't get your camera working, Chad, one thing you could do is you could just like put up a like GIF or picture of Adam over where yeah. his video normally would be. Yep. <laughs> I look like a doofus. Adam, I was going to say earlier, you have to go back and watch the stream archive of this stream because you cut out and froze at like the absolute. There you are. Hey, you, you froze at the absolute perfect moment. It was incredible. We're also leaving this in. I've decided our our stream of of cozy eating cat food is worth leaving in. So I'm just going to go switch back. We're yeah. leaving this all in. Yeah, so this welcome is back. A, cool. I just yeah, started recording my audio, by the way, Chad. Okay, perfect. All right. right now. <laughs> okay, bring me back over, I suppose. Cat You're food in. talk. Let's bring Yeah. All right. We what back. a wonderful we're journey. Yeah, we're live. We we're are live. back. Yeah, I'm upset I missed cat food talk. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was chose best mobile game, and I'm picking Marvel Snap because I think that's the super fucking easiest answer. In oh the world yeah, for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, give me cat food. All right. Uh, <laughs> meow <next up>. mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love meow 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 meow. Um. So next up, there's a categories that I call. I have no idea. And these are the categories that is anything mm -hmm. that's best content creator, best esport game, best esport event. Right, right, right. You know, best esports coach, the, the esports stuff, basically. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, and Alex, you to go first. Uh, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, best esport game. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Uh, I am going to say that the. Sorry, you guys can't hear this on my end, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do like control F to find something in the list and the Windows keeps doing the 
like because I'm oh, yeah, yeah. something incorrectly. <laughs> My bad. Fuck. Happened <laughs> again. Have, do you have the list, or do you need me to tell you the list? <laughs> no, it's just. Uh, honestly, Adam, I was just so flustered by all the cat food talk that I just <laughs> completely, c completely like moved away from the list, and I, I completely lost track of where we were. Uh, oh, let's see here. Uh, let's go with best esports event. I'm gonna go with Evo gonna go event. Okay, Evo for best esports event. Okay. All right. There, there is a lot of, uh, I will say, like, I'm not just picking this at random. There was a lot of fun stuff that came out of EVO this year. There was that great moment where two people were playing, uh, what was it, Dragon Ball Fighters. And there's this one character from Dragon Ball Fighters, Cell, who, when he's chosen, he does this, like, amazing guttural scream whenever he starts any of his matches. You can skip, however, this animation. <laughs> and it was, like, real super-duper late into the night one of the pers one of the people that chose Cell as his first fighter skipped the yaw animation. Everyone in the crowd got pissed. They're like, no, how dare you skip the Cell scream? And so they actually, uh, like, <laughs> immediately the moment the match started, uh, they had no, like, obligation to do so, but they quit out of the game and then restarted so that they could do the Cell scream properly. Very nice. So, yeah. uh, Esports game for me, League of Legends. Sure, why not? Um, I'm going to go with... Best esports athlete, and I'm gonna choose this guy whose whose name is Yay. <laughs> How do you spell that? Y a y. <laughs> All right. His name Shout is Yay. Jacob Yay Whitaker or Whiteacre. So this will be. Yeah, that'll be great to watch in that that two second like. Let's speed through all these awards, and then we'll be able to tell if we were right or wrong. And yep. the final one, guys. What do you think is going to win Game of the Year at Game Awards? Chad, you said it's basically between two things. I also agree. Yeah. What is your guys' guess? Remember, a year of your life is on the line, potentially. What if? Can you imagine a world where fucking Stray or Xenoblade wins? I would turn it off. I, I would turn it off. I would... I would go destroy if, the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland <laughs> in protest of Jeff Keighley. <laughs> just to let him know. Yeah, no, I would absolutely just turn it off. I'd get up, turn it off, and just go to bed for the night and never watch it again. <laughs> really? See, if Xenoblade Chronicles 3 won, I'd be like, hell yeah, I gotta give it to them. Xenoblade they would pulled be it off. whatever. Stray would actually upset me. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Uh, just in a world where Elden Ring and God of War, like, I've played both of those games, and they're both fantastic games. And it's just like... It, it reminds me that year when fucking Last of Us Part 2 came out. And everyone's mm -hmm. like, actually, Ghost of Tsushima might be the better. It's like, f fuck you. You just like rooting for the underdog. It's like, no. Give the good game the good game due. And that's why I'm going to say God of War Ragnarok. This I know it's more. Yeah, I know it's going to be Elden Ring. I know it's going to be Elden Ring. But I'm going mm -hmm. to just put that energy out there. I'm going to put it on the world's vision board. I'm going to start giving that, that positive talk towards God of War Ragnarok. In hopes yeah. that it will this actually feels win. More to me like 2018 than The Last of Us 2 year, because it's like, obviously it's The Last of Us 2. 2018 was like, fuck, Red Dead ain't got a war, big fucking deals. Like, I don't really know. Uh, you know? Yeah. So, uh, Cozy, what are you going to go for here? <laughs> You're talking about cat food over there? Up in spray paint? Are you Charlie no, Day? No, no, no. Are you Charlie from sunny Philadelphia? Just eating cat food and up in spray paint to go to sleep? <laughs> 
I, I vaguely remember the spray paint part. I don't remember the cat food part. Sorry, what? Legitimately, legitimately. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, game of the year. Soup. I don't know. It was from Costco. They seem like a reputable source of soup. <laughs> uh, game of the year. I think that um, Elden Ring is going to win it. Elden Ring for Alex. All right, y'all. I'm done uh, both of these Mountain Dews in like 20 minutes. They're really good, huh? <laughs> I am also going to guess Elden Ring because I know who votes on Game Awards, and yeah. those nerds love from software games. Fucking nerds. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will say this. I again, I do want to give Elden Ring a shot before Game of the Year awards come around. I have also beaten God of War Ragnarok, and my thoughts at the end of God of War Ragnarok may or may not have factored in my decision to put Elden Ring above it. Oh, shit. May or may not. May or may not. Very cool. If you guys want to look at the rest of the awards, you can go on the internet. They're there. We're doing our fun thing here. I don't want to read a fucking list. You'll be all right. Ryan Dinsdale Energy. Uh, That's it for our main quest. Now that all the cat food and technical issues out of the way, go ahead and talk about playtime. Uh, before we do, I just want to mention um, Dallas calling Alex out as as bullshit in the chat. He says bears are ferocious and volatile. They are uh, just for your information. He's Italian, which is why he said just just, just for, for your, your information. information. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah, if, if you're you talking say about so. Chicago Bears, not so much. They're not mm, a very good football team. You're right, mm. but they are very noble. Yeah. Uh, Playtime. Uh, who are we going to start with? I can start with Alex because his list is the shortest. So that's where to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not much else to say other than that I, ladies and gentlemen, beat God of War Ragnarok. I played long into the hours last night to finally tap off the campaign. Hold on. Tap off the campaign? That's not, that's mm-hmm. not a turn of phrase. Tap, tap off the campaign is what I meant to say. Okay. Uh, I've not yet completed all the side quests of note in it just yet, and I do want to get around to doing so before we do our spoiler cast because I know that there are some like pretty consequential uh, storylines in some of those side quests to the overall narrative and characters of Ragnarok. I don't want to spoil too much right now because I want to save most of my thoughts on it uh, until we do the spoiler cast. Here's what I'll say right here, right now. God of War Ragnarok is a great game and a great sequel to God of War 2018, but I think it is a mediocre Ragnarok game. Oh. And that's all I'll say on the Oh, I can't wait until Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash affableidiots to hear more about what that means. Oh, yeah. If people who play the game and beat it and want to talk about it, uh, come join us. Like, actually join on the show on yeah, Wednesday you're night. be one of these faces on the screen talking. If you've been in on Wednesday, come let us know. You got time to come check it out. All right, very cool. Uh, Chad, we'll go to you next. <clears throat> All right. Um, get this out of the way. Destiny 2, just a PSA. Two weeks left in the season. If you're one of those people mm-hmm. going after the Scallywag seal for the pirate season, they have made it a lot easier to get that seal because they realized, oh, shit. We, we put a lot of roadblocks in here that were unnecessary and way too difficult. So um, go get that seal. I did that today. Also played God of War Ragnarok, platinumed that shit. We'll talk nice. about it more on Wednesday. And then I played a game. I played and beat a game. It took me 15 minutes. I got zero trophies for it. No platinum. It wasn't a quick platinum trophy. 
I was about to say, is it cum chup? It was, <laughs> it was full of horrendous mini games, and it looked awful. And that game was NSYNC Get to the Show. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Uh, that's right. Right. So I finally went through the painstaking process of getting fucking the extra cores to, to be able to like play all sorts of ROMs and stuff like that from Game Boy Advance and SNES and that kind of stuff on my analog pocket. Because as we talked about last time, I do own a cartridge for NSYNC Get to the Show, but the cartridge is kaput. So uh, I finally did load that up legally because I own it. And um, this game is very bad. It is the biggest cash grab of all time, you guys. There is not <laughs> even, there is no NSYNC music in this NSYNC game. None of the music. Not even, even chiptune wow. version? Not even a chiptune version of Bye Bye Bye. None of it. It's all just like generic ass chiptune, um, like licensed game music that's in it. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a series of four different mini games. One of them is a driving game where you're just driving down an endless road that branches in different directions with shops on the side, and you have to look at the bottom. Justin needs a haircut, and you got to stop by the barber instead of the bowling alley. <laughs> says JC needs to send flowers, and you got to stop by the flower shop. And you don't even get out of the car or do anything in the flower shop. You literally just touch the flower shop with your car, and you win. Followed what, by. Do you think Ensign gets out of the car? No one from Ensign gets out of the car. No. Then there's yeah. like a, a Hollywood Squares. Well, I guess you could just call it tic tac toe. There's an, a three by three grid. And they're like, all right, the band, we made it. But now we need to get a good night's rest. And so they're like, <laughs> you have to click on things with the A button to silence the disturbances and click on the B button when you see a member of the band to put them back to bed. <laughs> and so there are things like <laughs> alarm clocks and dogs and crying babies and just random ass people that you have to like push to shove out of the, the three by three. And then every once in a while you'll see JC wake up and you go, nope, go back to bed. You see Justin wake up. Nope, go back to bed. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and then there was the one where you had to, they they all need burgers. They got and you got to like get their burger in the right way. So you're walking around the bottom of the screen. Looks like something out of WarioWare. Catching ingredients from burgers in the right way. It's like overcooked almost. You're like this one needs mm. burgers with ketchup and also lettuce and pickles. And then finally, you know, famous for burgers, just like Alex is famous for soup. Yeah, yeah. Hell and yeah. then oh, the is there any one, soup in the game? No soup, no soup. But oh, you game. might have guessed, I knew this was on the top of your mind, you might have guessed they had to do their pre-show ritual, which is play a game of hacky sack. <laughs> and so you have to play. Of course. You have to keep a game of hacky sack going for 30 seconds for all five people. And literally it's the same exact 30 seconds. They just switch the sprite that's playing at any given time. Mm, and then okay. finally, your reward for that 12 minutes of, of stupid reward. mini games that you played is you get to see them on stage. And there's no objective in this. You just get to watch them for a minute and 45 seconds dance on stage. And you can you can very generally influence the dance moves that they go. Then And this is this is where it gets a little bit like it's actually NSYNC. Because they hmm. do have some very crude, again, this is a Game Boy Color game, very crude animations that resemble some of the dance moves from Bye Bye Bye. So they do the, like that thing, they do this thing. But like again, it's like Game Boy Color, super giant pixel art. It's awful. But again, the music is just like the worst awful chiptune music in the world. So I don't recommend, <laughs> but it was it was, uh, oh, you d you it was don't an interesting say. time. Yeah. You don't say. How much did that cartridge cost again? Uh, it cost me $4 for that cartridge. For that so $4 ass cartridge from Time yeah. Capsule in Rhode Island. 
So four dollars and thirty minutes of trying to get you know an emulator working on that device to oh play. Oh my god! Fifteen minutes. I did of not insane. tell you. All of you freaking PC and Android nerds who love going to GitHub and getting the right executable file and putting things in the assets folder under common so that the BIOS works and then you got to. Uh, all of you are horrible people. <laughs> like that is such well, a terrible. Well, we're also not using an SD card to put it back and forth between our computers constantly yeah, like yeah, you yeah. are. It's just like a yeah. it's a terrible experience, but I got it running and I don't have to do it again, so that's good. That's true. Um, and then finally on here, played Warzone Two. Oh, okay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone Two is out. It is just as like weird and convoluted as a way as, as GitHub is, where like you can't find Warzone in the store. You have to search for Call of Duty Warzone, and then nothing pops up. And then you go to Modern Warfare Two, and you choose the other edition of the game. Like I want the cross bundle. I want this version of the game that's ninety nine dollars, or I want the Warzone version that's free. I was like, oh, why is that not its own standalone thing? Anyway, that's played funny. it. Uh, it was on the first day of the squad. We got all four of us playing. It was me, Brent, Matt, and Dallas. I think we played four games. And every game got better. Lots of performance issues on day one. The lag was just abhorrent. And it was like literally three or four frames a second. Like people were moving around, just jumping all over the map. But it got better and better as we played. The last match that we played, we came in second. All four of us mm. made it basically to the final circle. And then Matt, Dallas, and I died. And Brent just like popping off, killing everybody. And it was just a standoff between him and the last person before he died. It was so proud of him but we're this close to winning it's a good time I, I i'm not a fan of i do like there's a new gulag where you play it in pairs now so like oftentimes if we died in in pairs like me and matt would be in the gulag together and we're fighting another team of two people so like even if matt dies i could kill the other two people and there's a new twist where if you're all in the gulag together long enough there's a jailer that comes out and if you kill him, then all four of you come back to the game. Ooh. So, like, that's an interesting new twist. Uh, I enjoyed that. But there's a this inventory system. Like, you actually have an inventory of shit now with squares and shit like that. And the inventory in, in Warzone was never good. Anytime we had to, like, drop armor plates for somebody or drop money, I was like... I was just standing in the middle of the battlefield. I was like, oh, what button do I push? And then I accidentally drop all of my armor. And I was like, wait, I just wanted to drop... And it was always confusing. But now it's like, every time you kill someone to get their shit, their money, whatever good stuff they had, you have to actually like, they drop a bag and you have to go yeah, and go open the, the bag. It opens an inventory screen. You got to pick your shit. It is, it is so clunky and slow. I'm just not used to it yet either. Uh, there were a couple times where, yeah, I was like, oh, let me open up this bag. And then someone just kills me while I'm in that menu screen. Not a fan. Sounds of it right like now. someone didn't play 500 hours of PUBG Cause I can get through a box in fucking half a second. That's correct. <laughs> got it all. That is correct. So it was it was a good time. Again, we we just played it on opening night, so it was a ton of technical issues. Getting into a squad together was fucking impossible, but it was a good time. That's I it. wanted to ask you when you said it was three or four frames a second. I thought you were talking about playing Pokemon, not Warzone Two. Got him. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, I also finished Ragnarok, so we'll be able to talk about that on Wednesday at 8 at night, nighttime before Thanksgiving. Uh, a little more Vampire Survivors, got some more upgrades. I got garlic. Uh, it's so funny <laughs> talking about Vampire Survivors. Like, yeah, I unlocked garlic the other day. It's like, okay, cool. No, the game's <laughs> nice. The more you, the more you <clears throat> unlock, the better that game gets. 
Um, I played Ollie Ollie World because oh, it was on my list. For... That's what that is. I saw ooh in here and I was like, what is that? Is that boobs? Is that eyes? What is it? No, it's Ollie Ollie World. Um, because I had to play that for, or I wanted to play it for indie because it's one of the highest rated games of the year, and it is fantastic. It is. Do you guys ever play Trials? Remember those Trials games, like with the ATV and the stunt bikes, and you would like go oh, yeah, on yeah, the two yeah, yeah, D yeah. plane. That's what it is. It's Trials, but you're skateboarding, and it's like colorful, cell shaded shit, and it's fucking great. Because tri- I played so much Trials when you know back when it came out, because it's always like, man, I gotta get the perfect run. I just gotta do one more, and it's that but skateboarding, and then you can like dress your dude and whatever colorful ice cream clothes you want, and it's fucking great. That's very good. Did you say ice uh, cream so clothes? Yeah, like the first. There's like a five-part island that you do all your skateboard stuff on. In the first part, there's you mean a girl who runs the ice cream shop, and she literally her hair is literally like an upside-down ice cream cone. And if you beat the challenge in her level, you get the upside-down ice cream cone as a hat. It's fucking great. It's wonderful. It's awesome. It's really really good. Uh, all the other world, very. We'll see how it how it continues, but it's a uh, it's a fun skateboarder. Um, and then the P is I play Pentiment, and oh. I will say, Pentiment is excellent. Chad, you would hate Pentiment. <laughs> oh yeah, so damn it, oh, really? It. Maybe it is. It is one of the most interesting. Like, yeah, someone let an art dude, like someone let a literature major, make a fucking AAA video game. Is oh, what Pentiment gross. is, um, which mm. is like very good if you are that kind of person, and if you're not that kind of person, you're gonna be bored. But how I, long it's wild is it? Because I do want to experience it a little bit. I think it's like twelve hours. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Chad. I think you'd get like two hours in. It's really cool because it starts. I think it's a murder mystery, which I'm like, fuck, a murder mystery sounds fun. I like those. Uh, and I have one of my friends in another Discord channel. Uh, he's all about it, dude. But he also grew up like <laughs> it's so funny. He told the story that like when he got in trouble, his parents would be like, "You're grounded, but you can read books." So he just read like fucking every book because he was always in trouble, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, so he's like, he's all about it. But again, he's also one of those literature nerds, right? Yeah. So it it is very cool. I, I'm interested to because you can. It's a murder mystery where you can just not get it right. You're just like you can think you have the clues and guess and just be completely wrong and you just don't fucking know. It's not like oh wrong. Try again. It's like oh well that's your choice. Have a good time with this weird fucking middle age, not middle age, postmodern age art style. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'll see if I stick with it, but it, it's very good. But it's very. It's weird. It is when weird. You, when we saw when the trailer, me, it is weird. Yeah, when you tag me on that and it's like everyone's giving it 10 out of 10, I was so, so upset. Because <laughs> I was I was telling Alex this too, like, while you were having difficulties, like, I was so happy that my list of, of Game of the Years was so, was of things to play for Game of the Year was like done. And then you add mm-hmm. this on top. And I was like, thank God Forspoken and, and or Forsaken, oh, yeah, Forspoken and Hogwarts Legacy. And thank God those things didn't come out this year. But to add this to the top where it's like a 10 out of 10, you have to play this, even though you know you're going to hate the whole 12 and a half hour experience according to how long to beat.com. Like, motherfucker. No, this is a game that I think is excellent. And if you, you look at it, you're like, that's weird. I don't think I'll like that. You probably won't like it. May, again, it's on Game Pass, so you don't have to pay. So maybe give it a, an hour or two try. Um, okay. but for the people it clicks with, it's going to, I mean, it's just like anything. Like if you hate horror and someone's like, I fucking love horror, you know, they're going to, you're not going to like it and they're going to like it. It is what it is. But Pentiment's cool. Check it out. If you're a weird right. artsy kid, <laughs> it's really cool. I'm definitely, me and Chad talked about this uh, again, while you were having your audio outage, I am definitely going to give this a shot myself. Cause 
Uh, it seems like something I could really get down with, knowing how much I enjoyed some of Obsidian's prior games. Yeah, um, but will I, I, I beat Obsidian. it? We'll see. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll see if I finish, but it's it's a really cool idea. Uh, that's it for playtime. I'm just going to go on to our quest before, log. Just oh, go ahead. real, real, real super quick before we go on to our quest log. Uh, neither of you are playing Pokemon, right? Correct. I sent a video to yeah. Chad that uh, he really liked. <laughs> I mean, no, we're, we're we're all it. of us are seeing a lot of videos about this game. Uh, <laughs> I'm not pl- normally in the past. I'm a pretty big Pokemon fan. I usually tend to play new games in the series at launch, as I did earlier this year with Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, I have made the decision with this particular game that I am going to hold off just a little bit just so that it can get to a bit more of a workable state because based on what everyone's saying it seems like the game is really fun and really worth playing but i am not going to slog through the myriad of bugs and glitches that this game has right now i will wait what a crazy thing where it's like people are like oh the idea here is fucking amazing it runs like not even like there's it's 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 buggy or it's what they're like no it's awful like it runs like a potato that you shit on and you put in the ground <laughs> and that's what it runs yeah. on it's like how unfortunate because it's like they finally did something cool with the idea but now it's actually unplayable so you know like eh, it sucks it makes you wonder like how how much have they been wanting to change the formula so much but then they're like well, we're just kind of we're so limited by the system or maybe it's not even the system maybe they're just limited the by their own software engineering and all that kind of like maybe they're just yeah, not people good pointing out <laughs> xenoblade also a massive rpg yeah. 100 hour rpg runs just fine on switch and again it's not ideal but it runs fine pokemon just doesn't fucking run yeah yeah and what's I'm, unfortunate is metacritic wise this game will probably outdo sword and shield which i would say by comparison are like probably way overrated on metacritic but unfortunately yeah. this game is just getting trans by its bugs and glitches I don't want the the final thing that I said about this to be like, hey, there are a bunch of untalented engineers. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's probably the case. I think what's probably the case is that it's just so ambitious and so quick of a turnaround from whatever their last project was that like they don't have time for QA, they don't have time to squash all these bugs like Nintendo or Game Freak or wh- whoever the Pokemon company whoever wanted it out needed it out. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that oh, clip that Adam sent me. Apparently, if you plug in a second controller and yeah, you also hit forward on the stick, you just run twice as fast. <laughs> like, Great, wonderful. Again, Great. Chad, I don't even think it's a thing to like talk down about the developers. I think it's just it runs bad. It doesn't matter. We're still going to sell twenty million copies. It exactly. literally doesn't matter yeah. what we put out. So, you know, I think yep. that's part of the problem. They're like, we'll do what we can in this amount of time, and it's going to go yeah. out, and people are going to buy it. It is what it is. Uh, th- this is what happens when you put out three mainline Pokemon games in, in a span year. of 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I know Brilliant that, Diamond, Shining Pearl, the, uh, Arceus, and then yeah. this. Yeah. I know that the Diamond and Pearl remakes were not technically developed by Game Freak. It was someone else that Game Freak was overseeing. But like, still, that is a lot. It yeah. is a lot. Uh, maybe you'll, whenever you buy it, let us know how it is. And hopefully it's better by then. But anyways, quest log. Play this damn damn game, Chad. God damn it. From Ryan Dinsdale at IGN.com. Ryan Dinsdale. How does he know? He knows it's you. Um, so, Guerrilla Games has confirmed the upcoming virtual reality game Horizon Call of the Mountain will be released on February 22nd as a PlayStation VR 2 launch title. Uh, Sony announced that a Call of the Mountain bundle would be available for the PSVR 2 when it revealed the hardware's release date and a $550 price point, but didn't clarify if it would be available at launch. 
Uh, Sony has announced several uh, games coming to the PSVR 2, including Ghostbusters VR Resident Evil Village. Release windows for most remain at a vague 2023 date. So, again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They're like, hey, here's the release date. Here's a bundle. But they didn't say when Horizon's calling out. Just confirmation. So you got a big game. Maybe Chad will finally play a Horizon game when it comes out for once. Listen. Um, Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be like one of the 12 games I can play at launch. So, of course, I'm going to play it. You you better play that game at launch because I'm still like the more and more distance I've had from that initial price announcement, the more and more I'm feeling like mm, maybe I'll not get this thing at launch. So you better really sell me on that game when it comes out. Am I? Did either of you pre-order it? The no. VR two? No. no, you're the you're the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. Yeah, you I, was, I was like pre-orders. Apparently, I guess I was in the first time slot, which is ten Eastern time last Tuesday. And even like Wario sixty four tweeted, "All right, pre orders will open at eleven a.m." and I, and he, I was the one he retweeted, so I'm famous now. So by the way, you're welcome. But Ooh. I I, t- I tweeted in a response. I was like, uh, "Mine said ten a.m., but I just bought one at nine fifty two a.m. and I pre ordered it and put a screenshot in there." So, but my window still says launch window February twenty second through the twenty eighth that I'm going to get it. So I feel like hmm. I was probably one of the first people who pre ordered it. But I assume I'm going to get it February twenty second. The charge kit for the controllers is definitely it's confirmed for February twenty second. So, hmm. I also just pronounced that month February, <laughs> February, February twenty second. That's all good, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Look at you getting Twitter over. I mean, our next our next uh, story. I was also Twitter famous for. So, anyways, nice. We'll continue. I I do want you to get in and play it. Actually, play this Horizon game because I'm with Alex. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get one at launch, but I do like the. the it looks cool. So I want to know if it's good. For the record, for the record, I have the next seven days off of work mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving holiday. God of War is beat. I've done what I need to do in Destiny for the week. And so it's Horizon Forbidden West time. Horizon Forbidden West and Sifu. I don't know what this is, this little dance with the one with the little inchworms that I'm doing. But that's what time it is. Horizon Forbidden West Alex, time. So I'm going to play it. He's going to eat chicken flavored chili soup all week and not play video games that's what he's gonna do i i only have one more bucket of the stuff so there's not a lot to go around unfortunately well, you'll take what he can get uh possible future for fallout it's from eddie mccooch what at GameSpot. uh the director of fallout new vegas has said he could see himself returning to the Fallout oh. universe one day what was that well wait a minute we'll well, right hold there. on hold on hold on let me let, let me let me explain that that sigh that oh. i just submitted okay I, uh, when 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 you I had not like scrolled down in the document to see what this story is about. When you when you said possible future for Fallout, I was like, oh shit, are they like announcing like dates for like when we're gonna see the next big oh, okay. like episodic mm, Fallout game? And no. for for it to instead be, oh, the director of Fallout New Vegas said, yeah, we can make another. And I'm like, I feel like we have one of these stories like once a month. Like for for like the past five years, like I feel like every month it's like, oh yeah, one of the dudes who worked on the Fallout New Vegas team, he like catered food. He said he could work on another <laughs> Fallout game. He loves that soup at the Fallout <laughs> uh, New Vegas launch party. Yeah. Uh, yes, I okay. Now I understand your. I'm going to say New Vegas is great, so don't hate on New Vegas. No, 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 no hate there. I'm just saying. And this is also, this this right here is also a part of adding the story. Uh, Josh Sawyer directed 2010's New Vegas and told Kind of Funny Games, believe specifically on the X-Cast, talking to old Snowbike Mike over there, that he still loves Fallout and offered up some possible locations for a future title. I can see myself working in it again, but you know, we'll see where the future takes us. 
Um, he was asked specifically about a new location. Sawyer said he hadn't thought about this in some time, but mentioned New Orleans, California, the Midwest's locations. That could be very interesting for a new Fallout game. He also said that set it outside the United States could be another angle to take. I think there's a lot of cool opportunities. It really depends on what the moment is uh, and what the team looks like, he said. I'm a big believer in finding things that obviously I have to be passionate about as a director, but also the team is really excited about and also works. Uh, also that And also that works within the larger idea of the property. So, yes, not an official announcement, but... Again, also, yeah. a famous tweet from Adam. Uh, all, hey, follow New Vegas too, baby, because they're all <laughs> under the same company. All this stuff sounds cool. I don't have a problem with any of it. Go do it. Stop yeah. saying, yeah, this would all be cool. Go do it. Go make another follow game. I know that y'all at uh, Bethesda are like working on like 17 year long, crazy, huge RPGs that older fans will probably not appreciate as much as the older games. But just go do it, man. When Chad plays Pentiment, then they'll move on to New Vegas, too. Because <laughs> Obsidian has to make 20 games at a time. I love how Obsidian and Insomniac are just the same fucking company, but for two two different people. Uh, well, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not a fair comparison at all. Insomniac works on a lot of games at the same time, and they put them out. Like, that's they are true. a game-churning yep. machine. Mm-hmm. Churn might, honestly, that's a little bit of a needlessly derogatory term. They they put out quality <laughs> stuff, and they put it out consistently Bethesda, I mean, no, this they, they put out more qual- Obsidian. 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 Obsidian, correct. They put out Grounded correct. and Pentiment this year, which both are rated very highly. Gotcha. Did they I put think out I Grounded? I mean, Grounded's I been like falling out of a bucket for the last two years. But they finally put it all in the soup can, and yeah. you can drink right. it up now. <laughs> that situation is weird. Uh, Adam, I apologize. I thought you had said Bethesda, not Obsidian. Oh, no, Bethesda puts out one game every seven years. No, completely different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you count all the re-releases of Skyrim, of course. Can't well, forget about I, that. I've been meaning to buy. There's a Black Friday deal on uh, Anniversary <laughs> Edition. Oh, yeah, get that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kane could be coming back. What? From Tom, <clears throat> from Tom Ivan at VGC. Uh, this is... The reason I put this in here specifically is because in the month of spooky time, mm-hmm. Chad was like, hey, we're going to play a game for Barth that has to do with vampires. And Chad's like, I'm going to put Legacy of Kane on the list. And it won. And we're like, <laughs> awesome. Let's check it out. Immediately afterwards, Trevor <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. is like, hey, dude, can you play this game? Do you know how? Because I can't find a way how. It's like, Trevor, of course, it's got to be on Steam. Oh, it's been off of Steam for three years? Well, it's got to be on play. Oh, it's not on it. PlayStation or Xbox? Shit, we can't play Legacy of Kane. We have to play Alex's least favorite game of all time, Super Castlevania 4. Uh, but Legacy of Kane could be coming back. I will, uh, I won't, before we get into this, uh, I will tell you while I was in that store in Rhode Island called Time Capsule that sold me a bum mm-hmm. copy of NSYNC Get to the Show, <laughs> there was also a PS1 disc of Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. And I mm-hmm. almost bought it. It was like 25 bucks. I almost bought it because I do have a PS1. With the flip-up LCD screen on it as well. Oh, okay. And I was Ooh. like, oh, man, I might I might just play this, pay 25 bucks for it. But while I was in that store, I Googled it again just to see, like, what's the deal with this game? And I saw, I, I was there, like, end of October, beginning of November, and I saw that they had sent out a survey asking about Legacy of Cain specifically. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to pay $25 for this disc to play it in a bad way and look poopy. I'm going to wait for whatever's coming next. Wait for this, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you'd have to imagine that even if this doesn't lead to a new game, we, we got to be getting like a remaster at some point that fixes this whole situation that we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. 
Uh, Crystal Dynamics is said to have received an overwhelming response to a recent survey designed to gauge interest in a potential Legacy of Kane revival. Oh, Jesus. Last Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> the developer claimed such surveys usually receive a few thousand responses, but that Legacy of Kane one received more than 100,000. Uh, this is a quote now from Crystal Dynamics and uh, IDO CEO Phil Rogers. Uh, we wanted to gain a community perspective on what players are looking for. Should we revisit the land of Nosgoth and our iconic IP, Legacy of Kane? Um, again, he said all that during a Embracer Group's earning calls. In the past, we found that surveys typically get between 1,000 and 3,000 responses. When we asked folks about Legacy Kane, we received 100,000. Uh, rest assured, we hear you loudly and clearly, and we will continue to update you on what... Uh, on the what if possibilities ahead for legacy of Kane in the future. So yeah, I would assume when it's like, you know, like say you open a restaurant and it's like, Oh, I have my three right. Bob's burgers. I have three people show up every day and I'm barely making things work. And it's like, we've got uh, if looks could kale burger and then like 500 people show up to Bob's burgers, he's serving that kale burger every day. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're definitely <laughs> going to get more seasons of Bob's burgers and a legacy of Kane remaster. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot until this moment that Embracer Group bought Crystal Dynamics this year. That's wild to me. Yeah. So yeah, that's part Embracer of that Group Enix getting rid of everything deal. Yeah, yeah, Embracer Group and THQ Nordic, like they are all about remastering old games and IP. So well, yeah, we're 100 going to get this. And now that Crystal Dynamics is under there, like yeah, we're getting this. Do you think we're here something new though? What's the question? I think we're definitely we're gonna get a remaster of the original game. Zzz, maybe plural. Collections, maybe. We'll see. Alex, do you have anything about this vampire game that no one's ever played, but everyone seems to like? <laughs> I mean, I do hope. Uh, I already said it. I do hope they re-release this game at some point. Do a nice little remaster of it. I do hope that we can do it again as a feature barf game. If I, I want to say this right here, right now. Uh, real serious, if slash when they finally re-release this game and make it more easily publicly available to play, we should just forego doing any kind of poll and play it like whatever month occurs after it comes out. I'd be down for that, especially if it's it. around spooky time. That'd be perfect. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Spooky vampire. The people werewolf. already voted. People yeah. already voted on this game. They want it being a game that we should play for Barf. So yeah, and you know when not? people vote, the people who take those votes listen, and it matters. Uh, <laughs> that's it for the stories today. <laughs> I guess it's time for Game On Game Show. The Game On Our Gaming Show called Game On the Game Show and Game Show Game 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 Game. Alex, over to you. Yes, that's right, Chad. I have another installment of TMI with NPD for you. This <laughs> is where. I deliver a number of prompts in the hope that you will, based on these prompts, be able to guess uh, what the top 10 best-selling games are uh, from throughout NHL the years the NPD group Stop. in North America. <laughs> uh, that game is actually not on the list that we are going to be doing today, which yes. is uh, 1998. Oh, uh, NHL 1999. <laughs> if you can give me just a quick second, real quick, I'm just going to real quick pull up uh, my soundboard so I can yeah. add Do you plenty of sound effects for recording when Adam went, oh my god, my right god. or wrong. <laughs> what is so funny about my computer fantastic segment. <laughs> Do you remember? I wasn't here for that. I remember. When Adam... I remember. <laughs> too much Mountain Dew. I've had too much Mountain Dew and my body's freaking out. <laughs> it was just... It was perfect the way that it happened. 
I can't wait to listen to the podcast <laughs> or watch the show. You just scream. <laughs> oh my god, I Fantastic. <laughs> Maybe clip that out, Chad. Maybe clip that specific section of the podcast out as a video. That sounds yeah, pretty good. That right there is a TikTok-worthy moment for sure. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. 1998, um, you said? Uh, yes, 1998. Uh, gotcha. And I have my soundboard set up, so without further ado, let's jump right into this. Okay. Uh, with uh, Oh, and by the way, uh, we went over this last time, but just in case you've forgotten, uh, each of you now <laughs> only have two guesses per entry on the list. Oh, that's so right. after okay. your second okay. guess, you have to defer to the other person, or if both of you have given all your guesses, I'll say the answer and we will move on. Okay. Clear as mud? Can right. we... Mm-hmm. <coughs> So this this is 1998. Oh, I'm just like okay, PlayStation One, N64, Pokemon. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying anything. I was just getting you're, my you're headspace in the things. right era. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's start off with the number ten best-selling game of 1998 per the NPD Group. This game is. A Nintendo 64 game. It's the third year in a row that this game Super has Mario appeared. 64. Adam is correct. Son of a it bitch. It is Super Mario 64. Amazing. <sighs> Good job. Also, y'all should uh, keep track of your own scores because I got to make sure that I read these prompts correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. My fingers All are right. out. I'll keep track of yours, Adam. Wink. Number Wink. nine. <laughs> Number nine <clears throat> is a sports game from a franchise that did not appear on any of the three prior top 10 lists. The sport featured in this game is a non-team-based sport. What? It's a sport that in real life is played using giant, heavy machines. And NASCAR 99? Correct, Adam. Oh, you got shit. both the franchise and the year correct. NASCAR '99. I remember playing NASCAR games on the PS One. I don't know why. Okay, but technically, I did. there are teams in racing. Like Chad. there's Hendrick Motorsports. <laughs> We've all seen cars. You know how it works. <laughs> all right, number eight. Number eight is one of the few PlayStation exclusive games on the 1998 list. It was developed by a studio that at the time of the game's release was known as Police Entertainment, but now sports a name that you're probably more familiar with. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, unfortunately, it is not Metal Gear Solid. Buttholes. I'm pretty sure that Metal Gear Solid was developed by Konami, and Konami was known as Konami at that point. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. That's what I, thought. I was just checking to make sure you knew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> ah. This game is an almost purely gameplay-focused experience that doesn't feature any sort of story mode or narrative. And it's closely connected to the number nine best-selling game from this list. Gran Turismo. That is Rex. It is the original Gran Turismo. All right, let's go. I could go the studio that made the game now. By the way, <laughs> it's uh, so Blitty? at the time, 
Right. Polyphony so digital, at the time, yeah. they were polys, P-O-L-Y-S, and now they are mm. polyphony. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. One, it was polyshore, and now it's the fake polyshore. That's why it's a phony poly, yeah. polyphony. Exactly. I like it. All mm -hmm. right. Chad, you are falling behind a little bit. I need you to step up your game, all right? I'm keeping track or of don't. the scores, and Adam's got one point. I'm not that far behind. You got three fingers up, baby. <laughs> I don't know about that, Adam. Uh, so, no. Uh, Chad, fuck. Uh, the soup's getting <laughs> to me. Soup. Eat your the soup. The soup is getting to me. <laughs> the soup's gone. There's none left. <laughs> all right. Let's get this back on track. Number seven. Number seven is a Nintendo 64 game not developed by Nintendo. It's a game that takes place across multiple non-linear worlds. Its villain orchestrates the events of the game to make herself more beautiful than another character. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Correct. Chad, mm. your comeback story is beginning. That's Maybe. right. We'll see. You're going to have to rack up a few more points if you want to catch up with Adam. But we will certainly see now. Real number quick pause. Six. Real quick pause. Yes, Did you all yes. know that there was a Game Boy Color game called Banjo Pilot? Which is basically yeah. it's a ripoff of, of Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, but with all Banjo-Kazooie yeah, characters. I was going to say, there are a lot of like weird Banjo-Kazooie uh, like, uh handheld games like there was like a ds banjo kazooie game like well after rare was yeah. acquired by microsoft that happened yeah i played <laughs> that game boy color one this week because i bought the cartridge from time capsule and it was busted so i played it on my of analog course, pocket yeah. yeah all right number six number six is a sequel to a game that did not appear in the three prior top 10 lists it takes place in a city named after a mammal that itself is known for inhabiting cities. It was one of the first games directed Conquer's by... Conquer's Bad Fur Day. No, it is Fuck. not Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, what I can say, however, is that it was one of the first video games directed by a, we shall say, popular Twitter personality uh, that got entangled in a recent voice actor controversy. It's a horror game with a fair bit of action sprinkled in. I know. What the fuck? Hmm. Mammal City that the mammal lives in. All I can think of is squirrels. Resident Evil <laughs> Raccoon City. Oh, buttholes. It is not Resident Evil Raccoon City. Oh. Damn. Resident Evil 2. It is Resident Evil 2. Oh, it takes I place didn't in realize that came out on N64. Right, exactly. Yes. All right. Number five. Number five is yet another sports game from a franchise that did not appear in any of the prior top ten lists. The name of the game in question is features multiple acronyms. It's based on a sport that often blurs the line between reality and fiction. What? Its cover <laughs> features an entertainer that briefly changed his first name to Hollywood. 
Oh. What the uh, hell? NWO Revenge? Uh, I'll give that to you. The full name is WCW slash NWO Revenge. Revenge. But yeah. okay. it's one of those things where, like, I, I was not expecting either of you to get the full title. So oh, I know about my man Hulk Hogan. Hey, brother. I'm a racist <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that yeah, yeah, wrestling games in that era were super fun. I had a ton of fun with that. All right, Chad, you're, I gotta you're brush gonna really have sports. To, <laughs> you're I gonna mean, have to step it up, step yeah. up to the racetrack if you want to compete with Adam on this one. All right, number four is a sports game that features oh a type of sport we have seen before on these lists. Madden so NFL ninety nine. It, uh, if, if that's your guess, unfortunately, that's wrong, Chad. NHL is 99. A... <laughs> is he out of guesses now? <laughs> well, Chad, you don't have any more chances I of guessing more. Anyway. Keep talking, God baby. I'll it. get this one. <laughs> this is all Adam. It features a type of sport we have seen on these lists, but from a video game franchise, Chad, that we haven't seen before. You hate to see In fact, FIFA 99. <laughs> this game is actually the first game in its particular franchise. Mm. It was developed by the same company that previously brought you Mortal Kombat. Oh, and God. even though it is not a military game or a shooter, the second word in this game's title is defined as an intensive or sudden military attack. Uh, NBA 1K99. <laughs> NFL Blitz. <laughs> it is NFL oh, Blitz. Oh, nice, nice. I would have never guessed that in a million years. <laughs> Chad, That's there's no way for you baby. to... <laughs> Chad, there's no way Sorry, for I got you to win bitch. at this point. <laughs> you did. Good job. But but I want you to try... Tr give it your all, all right, Chad? Yep, yep. I NFL swear to God, right, the word four? sports again, Holy. I'm going to throw up. Holy shit, number four for NFL Blitz. That's wild. Number three is <laughs> another NFL Madden 99. <laughs> it is not NFL. NHL 99. <laughs> <laughs> it is not NHL 99. Continue uh, so I can get this one again. <laughs> number three is another sports game that features a sport we've already seen on this list. It was developed by a studio called Iguana West and released by Acclaim Entertainment. Iguana West sounds sexy. Like she's sounds the nice. man. <laughs> she's a sexy entertainer. On the box art of this game is as cold as stone, one might say. And like NFL Blitz, even though it's not a military oh. game or a shooter, the second word in this game's title is defined as a region in which a war is being fought. So I know it's a WWE game. I fucking cannot think of the title, dude. You're just gonna have oh, to I know pass it. this one. I know over. exactly what it is. But and I can't it's in say 1999. It. No, this is 98. So mm -hmm. I don't even know. Is it like Bring the Pain or something? Is that an official guess? Yeah, I'm just guessing. I know it's a wrestling game. I don't know which one. So Bring uh, the Pain. Unfortunately, no. it is not Bring the Pain. Um, would it be WrestleMania 98? It is not WrestleMania 98, unfortunately. Okay, so I actually was wondering if you could help me out with this one. On the <laughs> NPD list, it says WWE Warzone. That is uh -huh. what it states as the name of the game there. On Wikipedia, though, 
it's WWF Warzone. Yeah, I think that's probably before the lawsuit, before they had to change the name. So. Oh, I see. I see. It's like yeah. a weird. Yeah. Yeah. They it, wanted to it. stop confusing big racist white men with pandas, and so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's WWE <clears throat> slash WWF Warzone. Warzone. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Number two. A lot of wrestling games. Is a game that appeared at a lower spot on the list of best-selling games of 1997. It's based on a well-received movie from 1995. It's from a developer that has already appeared once before on this very list. Mm -hmm. It's most well-remembered for its multiplayer mode. Goldeneye. Chad, you got it correct, but unfortunately, Ooh. you are still trailing well behind Adam. So yeah, but the, oh, everyone well. knows the the number one slot's worth ten points. So oh, is it now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Adam, do you want to do you want to bet no. ten points with Chad? No, nope. right. <laughs> absolutely not. not Adam shoots it down. It's quadruple jeopardy. The number one. <laughs> what if Hold you on. still wouldn't have enough points? By the way, <laughs> damn it. Go ahead. All right, and finally. The number one best-selling game of 1998, per the NPD group, is, surprise, surprise, a Nintendo 64 game. It's not a Mario game, but Mario can be seen in this game. It opens with a dream sequence that depicts events that occur later on in the game. And finally... One of the previous entries in this game's franchise is better than Super Castlevania 4. Ocarina of Time. Legend of Zelda. Adam, you got it correct. Well, that's Good a lot job. of fingers, isn't it, Chad? It's a lot of fingers there. <laughs> yeah, if I ever meet you in real life, those fingers are going to be cut off. <laughs> uh, easily forgotten, uh, you can see a quick Mario cameo in Ocarina of Time if Where? you look in the. Uh, you might remember how early on in that game you meet Zelda in her like little like Rove Garden outside of Hyrule mm. Castle. If you look mm -hmm. in one of the mm -hmm. windows, you can see portraits of Mario, Luigi, Peach, and like a bunch of other uh, Mario Kingdoms. I thought stuff. it was a peeping Tom or something looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> if you looked in the window, you can see Mario's eye looking at a tiny hole in the wall. And that's it for TMI with NPD. Next time around, we will be going for 1999. And let me tell you. Let me tell you, this is going to be a fun year when we get around to it for... How were there uh, 11 sports games in the top 10 list for 1998? A lot of wrestling games, too. Oh, oh man. My God. Do you guys want me to read some of the games from, like, the 11 to 20 spots? We yeah, got yeah, yeah. Uh, Tekken 3. We got Mario Kart 64. We got, speaking of sports games, Madden 99, NFL Game Day 99, and 1080 time. Snowboarding. Oh, 1080 snowboarding. 1080. That's a good time. Also, the fact that there was three licensed NFL games like in the top 15 are insane. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, I kind of love this. At the number 18 spot, Frogger. Hey. <laughs> On what platform? <laughs> I don't know. Game Boy. <laughs> Fucking who knows? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Alex. That's it for Game on Game Show, and that is <sighs> it for episode 284 of Respawn Aim Fire. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we've mentioned a few times a couple of things you can do on patreon.com slash respawn aim fire. 
Usually you can vote on our barf games. That's our backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends games for each month. That's what you want us to play for, uh, from a classic franchise, something we haven't played before, etc., etc. Um, for these last two months of the year, you voted for us to play Game of the Year contenders. So Adam and I are going to play Sifu. Alex is going to play Sonic Frontiers before we get into our um, final Game of the Year discussion. Speaking of... If you would like to be on this show with your face appearing on twitch.tv slash affable idiots, uh, as well as being heard in the ears of literally hundreds of people across the globe, you can do that. Uh, let us know if you would like to be involved in our Game of the Year discussion. Um, Adam, what's the best way for people to let us know that? Huh? What's the best way for people to let us know that they want to be involved in the Goatee episode? This is uh, just hit, a, hit us up on, on Twitter. At cool. Respond Aim Fire, hit those DMs or reply to that that pinned tweet, and then let us know you want to come on for Game of the Year stuff. Cool, cool, cool. We'll be the three of us determining our schedule of like when those discussions will happen. We'll reach out to anyone who's reached out to us and said they're interested. Uh, we do have a schedule for our God of War Ragnarok spoiler chat that is happening this Wednesday, November twenty at eight p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and if you would like to be involved in that, again, have your face on twitch.tv slash idiots or in the ears of literally hundreds of people across the globe, uh, let us know also on Twitter that you would like to be involved, and we'll have you over on 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday, November 23rd. Um, 23rd, thank you. Three days from now. <laughs> Three, I guess, yep, you're right. You're true, Kyle. You're true. And um, I think we did everything. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you eating more soup? Somehow, unbelievably, Twitter is still around, which means that you can find me over there at Alex Casina. That thing just keeps crawling along, and I'm happy for it because I actually quite like it as a platform, but yeah, you can find me there. You can also find me on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash CozyBearLive, K-O-Z-I-B-E-A-R-L-I-V-E. Nice. Thanks again for being on our show. It's one of our RAF regulars, one of our solo singular RAF regular. Um, that's it. Until next time, here's our usual sign off on my computer.